Welcome to Heather's Unhealthy Obsessions. This episode is called Loki Lafeson because it's going to be dealing with how this Norse god is different and similar in both movies and myths. Now for an introduction, in myths, he's the god of mischief, tricks, and fire. He's skilled with shape-shifting and magic, and all of Asgard knew that he was a frost giant since he came to find refuge with them. He came to them because the frost giants won his death for an unknown reason, because he's mysterious like that. In movies, he's still the god of mischief and trickery, but he isn't the god of fire. He still is crafty with magic and shape-shifting, but Loki himself didn't know that he was a frost giant until Loki figured out accidentally while he was fighting frost giants alongside Thor. Asgard and Thor didn't figure out about his heritage until he unleashed an attack against the frost giants and Thor. Now, with his family in myths, it's very different from his family in the movies. In the biological family, his father is Shvrbati, and his mother is Lafe. His brothers are Hellbindy and Bilister. He has a wife who's named Sin, and he has a, he has possibly two children, possibly one child. Their names are Narfi and or Nari. They could possibly be the same person or not. We're not sure if their brothers are the same person because mythology in general can be very confusing about people's names and stuff because it's from hundreds and thousands of years ago, so we don't really have everything cut clear. We're just trying to figure out what we can. He had another wife who was secret, Angrabata, and he had three children, Hela, Fenrir, and Dramangan. We'll talk about them later. Now, for his family in movies, his biological family is his father is Lafe, and like in the mythological where his mother is Lafe, his mother is actually unknown in the movies. His brothers are unknown. We don't even know if they exist, if he even has brothers. His adopted family, his father is Odin, his mother is Frigga, and he has two siblings, Thor and Hela, who are both older than him. He has, now as for the allies slash enemies in myths, his allies are Odin's advisor, because he was Odin's advisor, he went on adventures with Thor, and even everyone really didn't trust him, but he still went on adventures with them, and he helped out Asgard as much as he could. Now, his enemies in the movies, Asgard, after he gave birth to his children that Angramada gave him, everyone just turned against him, his allies were his family, Sif and the warriors fought with him but left Thor more along with the rest of Asgard. As his enemies are the Avengers, Earth in general, and Asgard after he unleashed and attacked the aliens on Earth, which you can figure out why they became his enemies. Now, as for being a bad guy. Being a bad guy myths. Originally not evil, he played pranks that were annoying, but helped Asgard more than he harmed them. That is until Odin took his children away, the ones that Angerbanda gave him that I mentioned earlier and chained him to a rock, having a snake's venom drip on him to burn him for all of eternity. Sign, his loyal wife, held a bowl over his head to collect the venom until it was full, then would dump it on the ground and continue. When Ragnarok occurred, his chains were broken by the earth shaking. He gathered the frost giants, his children, and other evil beings to destroy Asgard. Now when it comes to being a bad guy in the movies. He was jealous of the fact that Odin favored Thor above him. He left frost giants into Asgard and pushed Thor to fight the frost giants against Odin's will to prove his belief that Thor wasn't worthy of the throne or of anything and that Loki was better. When he fought them with Thor, though, he discovered that he was one because when one of them grabbed his arm, he wasn't burned and it turned blue when he was in combat with one of them. Odin went to the Odin sleep when Loki confronted him with anger 
And the Odin sleep real quick is like, it's a coma type of thing that gods can go into, I guess. It's not very well explained in the movie or anything, but, and I don't think it's even a thing in mythology, but it's where he'll just fall asleep randomly so that way he can exist for the rest of eternity, I guess. But, which with Thor's banishment to Earth made Loki king. Loki killed his birth father and tried to destroy Jotunheim, the frost giant's homeland. He sent a weapon of Odin's to try to kill Thor on Earth, but it failed, and Thor was able to fight Loki and stop Jotunheim's destruction. Loki staged suicide when Odin woke up to save Thor, but he really fled to Thanos. Thanos, a war titan, gave Loki a scepter to rule Earth with. What Loki didn't know was that the Mind Stone inside it had capabilities to corrupt him as well as those Loki used it on. This ended up causing him to kill millions of people, and he almost killed his own brother instead of peacefully ruling the Earth like he originally planned to. Superheroes known as the Avengers worked together with Thor to stop him, and Thor took him back to Asgard, where Odin sentenced him to life in prison. Now, as to more detail on the Avengers, they are humans, obviously, but they all have different supernatural abilities, and they're all really cool. You can watch their movies, they're really cool. Anyways. But, anyways... When the Dark Elves attacked Asgard and killed Frigga, the person in Loki's life who he loved the most, Thor took him to defeat them. Loki helped Thor and even risked his own life to save Thor's girlfriend by pushing her out of the way of a big wormhole when it almost took her. Loki then saved Thor from a Dark Elf and somehow staged a second death. We still don't really know how that happened, but you know. He went back to Asgard and took Odin's magic and sent him to live in a nursing home on Earth. He used his magic to shapeshift into Odin and pretend to be him for a couple of years. Thor saw some contradictions, however, in the way he acted after a while and forced Loki to reveal himself. He helped him in another quest in which they figured out that Odin had hidden Thor's evil older sister, Hela, from them. They escaped from her, killing them by going to another planet. Loki arrived before Thor did and sweet-talked the king, called the Grand Master, into being an agent for him. Thor later arrived and was forced to be a gladiator because he was strong and muscly and cool and he had lightning and all that crap. Anyways, Thor escaped and the Grandmaster sent Loki and another warrior, Valkyrie, after him. Valkyrie was on Thor's side, so they fought, and she managed to knock him unconscious and keep him trapped in her apartment. Thor later convinced Valkyrie into helping him fight Hela, and she showed Thor that she had Loki. Loki convinced them that he wanted to help them leave the planet, so they took him with them. By the way, isn't it a little weird that, like, Loki didn't... No one questioned the fact that, like, Hell just casually had Loki. Like, they didn't ask how it happened. She just had him, you know. Anyways, when they split up, Loki led Thor to the spaceships. On their way, they talked, and Thor told Loki that he thought that the planet suited Loki, and it was better if they stayed apart. Loki agreed in words, but also looked saddened by it. When they got to the spaceships, Loki betrayed Thor by setting off an alarm, attempting to force him to stay on the planet with him by imprisoning him. Thor predicted it, tasered him with a gadget, then left him. Loki ended up coming after Thor when a friend of Thor's removed the taser from Loki and went ahead and helped Thor. Which shows you who's the bigger person. Anyways, Thor told Loki to go to the treasury and release the fire monster that they need to defeat Hela, and while in there, Loki grabbed the Mind Stone. We really don't know why he did that. I think it's just a Loki thing, like he thought that he could do it, so therefore he did, because, you know, he's Loki, he wants to do what he wants. Anyways, ended up defeating Hela a monster anyways, but destroyed Asgard. They flew out of Asgard in the spaceship that Loki came for Thor, and after all the 
Asgard's citizens were evacuated. Thanos came after them to get the Mind Stone, and Loki attempted to pretend that he didn't have it until Thanos almost threatened to kill Thor. After promising a trapped Thor that the sun would shine on them again, he referred to himself as an Odinson, which he'd never done before. He always referred to himself as Lafayson, as he was the son of Lafay, and he asked Thanos to help him with getting to the other magical stones. When he got close enough to him, he magicked a dagger, then tried to slice his neck open. Thanos stopped him with the space stone, then snapped his neck. Now, what makes Loki likable in myths? While he did play tricks, he often had a fun time, and he still protected and helped Asgard whenever he could. Also, the reasons for him hating Asgard later are reasonable and to some people relatable. He was always treated as less than the Asgardians just because he was a different race, while discrimination happens all the time in real life, because not everyone's the same. He loved Angrimbanda, and just because she was a giant, Odin thought it was okay to take Loki's kids away and chain him up to a rock for all of eternity. Hate crimes have happened against interracial and same-sex love to many times count in the past, and still is happening to this day. Now, what makes Loki likable in movies? The first movie, everyone who's been a young assembly can see how it hurt Loki when he felt like he was never going to be as good as Thor was. When he figured out that he was adopted, and not only that, it was possibly only to make peace with another race. Foster kids who are taken only for money and unwanted orphanages could feel his pain and relate with him. So, as to whether or not he's a bad guy, I guess it's not a clear-cut picture. But I don't think he is because, you know, overall, he's a good person. He's gone through a lot of stuff. And while he did end up killing people in Avengers, that was only because he was influenced. And overall, he's a pretty good guy. He tried to save Thor's life when he could have just kept the Mind Stone and run away. If he actually didn't really care about Thor, like some people like to say, he would have just taken the Mind Stone and left. Not that he probably could have left because Thanos probably would have stopped him because he already had Infinity Stones. Anyways... He cared about Thor, and he cared about... He also is very ambitious, and he's almost like a Slytherin, which is a Hogwarts reference, which is, you know... Anyways, I guess it's up to you, then, to decide, or up to everyone to decide. But, yeah, that's it.